Hello everyone, this is Latasha Blanton from the Real South Africa Travel and Tourism. And you're gonna have the opportunity to travel with Phil Scott to... Sunny South Africa. You guys are gonna have the opportunity to come to Johannesburg and you guys are gonna be coming to Durban. And we're gonna set it up perfectly. It's gonna be like a luxury experience for you guys. At the same time, you're gonna be getting some culture. And of course, you're gonna get an opportunity to talk to Phil, hang out with Phil, and get his views on Africa and South Africa. You're also going to get an opportunity to explore the lifestyles here that are available in South Africa. And we're going to do all that for you in an amazing 10 days. We do hope that you go to the website and book because we do look forward to seeing you here. Absolutely. Our website is therealsouthafrica.com. Go there, scroll down. You'll see a picture of Phil and just go ahead and book there. So we'll see you here in what we like to call sunny, sunny South, South Africa. Africa. Biden plans trip to Angola, signaling renewed engagement with African countries that comply with U.S. policies. What's up, family? My name is Joe Hatagua, and today we have news from Angola and the United States. So, during an Oval Office meeting with Angolan President Jao Lorenzo, President Joe Biden expressed his intention to visit Angola, stating, I've been there and I will be back. However, Specific date for the visit, of course, was not provided, and the White House did not do any or offer any official details on the response to the inquiries, and this is according to Reuters. So as the U.S. President Joe Biden gears up for re-election next year and grapples with the foreign policy issues and various challenges coming out of the Ukraine and Israel, the absence of a visit to African countries has raised eyebrows, despite acknowledging its significance in the global issues. So during the meeting with the Angolan president and his counterpart, Jao Lorenko, the leaders were set to delve into discussions regarding collaboration and investments in solar energy, infrastructure, development, and space areas where the Biden administration sees itself locked in competition with China and where it's been trying to counter Russia. Because as you know, the continent of Africa has a lot of relationships with many folks in China and in Russia, and the United States has been really trying to keep up with that. Now, as part of the visit, Angola was expected to agree to the Artemis uh, Accords as a pact aimed at shaping the rules for space exploration. Um, Angola, with a satellite program that has received support from Russia, um, has been a key player in space-related initiatives on the continent of Africa, especially since Russia had launched Sputnik many years ago. So the United States has been supporting a project that links resource-rich Democratic Republic of Congo, the port of Lobito in Angola by rail to bypass uh, road congestion and avoid delays in the copper and cobalt routes. So Africa has one billion people, critically important, Biden said, um, ahead of the um, Oval Office meeting. So no country more important than Angola. And this is what he said. So last December, Biden said, I'm eager to visit your, your continent at a Washington summit of African leaders. I'm looking forward to seeing many of you in your home countries. Now, if you might remember, uh, the Vice President Kamala Harris went to a couple of countries in the continent. Now, why Biden briefly attended the climate conference in Egypt last year? The conference was held on an Asian Sunai Peninsula. Vice President Kamala Harris, of course, as I mentioned, embarked on a trip, a week-long trip to Africa. She came to Ghana, to Tanzania, and to Zambia. 
um, that was supposed to bolster diplomatic and economic ties to the continent. In Tanzania, uh, Harris pledged $500 million to boost infrastructure, transportation, digital technology, and clean en energy. Uh, and the implications of this announcement of the president uh, planning to go to Angola, Kaskavros has several long-term implications um, in the U.S.-Angola relationship and the broader U.S.-Africa engagement. So number one, there's a potential for renewed engagement with African countries. Uh, this visit signals a renewed focus on Africa by the Biden administration, which has been cautious about framing its work in Africa as a response to China, right? Um, this has led to an increased diplomatic and economic ties between the U.S. and the um, African countries, including Angola. So second is increased competition with China. Of course, the visit is expected to focus on economic investments, solar energy, infrastructure development, and space, where the Biden administration sees itself as competition to China, as I mentioned before. Now, this could intensify the rivalry between the two countries in Africa and beyond, as both nations, of course, seek to expand their influence um, all over the resource-rich continent. Number three, the number three implication of, of this potential visit is advancing shared goals of economic prosperity and regional security. The U.S.-Angola partnership is critical to advancing shared goals of economic prosperity, regional security, and increasing energy security in Africa and the Atlantic. So this could lead to more collaborative efforts between the two countries um, addressing these potential issues. Now, the fourth of which is increased focus on strategic economic corridors. Now, the U.S. has partnered with Angola, establishing strategic economic corridors, which could lead to a new trade routes and investment opportunities between the two countries and other African nations. Lastly, climate change and global problem solving. You know, the global north is mostly responsible for all the climate change and the issues you're seeing in the global south. So the infrastructure initiative is more than just what Beijing is doing. It also tackled um, climate change and other global problems. Uh, so this could be um, something they can do to increase collaboration between the two countries. Of course, there hasn't been anything set in stone, no real policies, just discussion of climate change. Lastly, regional security and military modernization. The visit could lead to further cooperation addressing regional security issues and military modernization as evidenced by the engagement between U.S. Uh, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and Angolan leadership. Now, let me say this, right? The United States has had a really long battle with Russia over the years, right? You had the Cold War that lasted for almost 40 years, and then you have a different version of it now, right? And um, a lot of it is now more strategic, these geopolitical issues. And um, the U.S., like other large economic powers is always looking to expand its influence, right? To get other people to agree with what they want. As you can see, there have been many coups on the continent of Africa, many of which because they felt like those leaders were very well connected with the West. And um, even though those coups have happened, there have been other countries where they're strengthening their relationship with the United States. The United States is now trying to come to the table and look at these countries as partners, as opposed to previously looking at them as um, infants and just giving handouts. Um, what they've seen has worked between Russia and many countries on the continent and China and many countries on the continent is doing deals that improve infrastructure but in a more collaborative way as opposed to just coming with NGOs and nonprofit money but actually 
offering building and uh, strategic investment and sometimes even loan financing, a debt financing. But even still, that's more of like a partnership than a handout, right? So it's more like shaking a hand than giving a handout. And so I think the United States is smart in doing this, but we'll have to see what this actually ends in in terms of actual policy. Because what you can see with China and Russia is there are actually policies being implemented today as we speak, especially with BRICS expanding to two more African countries on the continent of Africa. In conclusion, overall, the announcement of President Biden's planned trip to Angola could lead to increased engagement between the U.S. and Angola, sorry, and as well as other African countries in various areas such as economic infrastructure and investments, investment development, climate change, and regional security. All right, guys, that's all for today. If you found this useful and want more videos like this, don't forget to subscribe to the African Diaspora News Network. And if you want to see more from me, follow me at Authentic African on YouTube and Authentic underscore African on Instagram.